This is the Digital Nomad Quest podcast with Sharon Sung, teaching people how to build passive income, become financially free, and design their best lives. Hey guys, it's Sharon from Digital Nomad Quest, and today we're gonna go over my net worth breakdown. Now, if you guys are new to this channel, welcome. I'm all about teaching y'all how to build passive income, become financially free, and design your best lives. So if you guys are interested in that, make sure to subscribe and hit the bell button to be notified of my latest videos. First of all, I wanna cover what net worth is. So basically net worth is your assets minus your liabilities. So simply put, that's basically what you own minus what you owe. So like the value of your homes, the value of your stock portfolio, your cash, your crypto, maybe you have bonds, things like that. Those are things you own, but then what you owe might be like your mortgage, your credit card balance, your student loans or something like that. Those are all liabilities. I track my net worth pretty regularly. I use personal capital to basically track my net worth. So I definitely advise you guys to start tracking your net worth. You guys can use my link below for personal capital and you can sign up completely free. It'll basically allow you to integrate your bank accounts and all your different assets and liabilities and things like that. And it'll help you determine your net worth as well as it'll help you with showing you your monthly cash flow and your monthly expenses. And it'll even help you categorize the different types of income and expenses. So it's very helpful. I also do use a spreadsheet to track my net worth. I find it helpful for me to track it there as well. So I use both personal capital as well as spreadsheets. Now the reason why it's important to track your net worth is that you wanna be super financially aware. You wanna know where your money's coming from and where it's going out to. And you wanna be able to categorize it so that you can see how you can improve. That's very key to improving your finances. I feel a lot of people avoid tracking their net worth. Like I can think of a friend who actually avoids it because she doesn't want to know the situation she's in because she's scared to see it. But I think that's a problem because when you are aware of what's going on, it'll help you tremendously when it comes to improving your finances. The equation of wealth is essentially reducing your expenses, increasing your income, as well as increasing your investments, right? So you want to make sure you're saving money and investing that money. So that's why it's super important to know your net worth so that you know where you are financially and how you can improve. And for me to reveal my net worth breakdown is essentially just to show you what I'm doing currently. It might be helpful for you to see it. It's just the way for me to be more transparent but at the same time I'm not going to reveal exact numbers because basically in a previous video you saw me do on should you reveal your net worth or not I decided I wouldn't reveal my net worth currently because of safety reasons so I don't want to reveal the numbers but I'm going to show you guys kind of a pie chart of how I break down my net worth, okay? Basically pulling it up, this is my April net worth. I think I calculated it maybe April 18th or so. I don't completely remember, but this is the breakdown as of that period. I basically pulled this pie chart from Excel and then I designed it to be a little prettier. Now let's compare this to February 11th net worth breakdown, okay? As you can see in my charts, Real estate has gone up in my portfolio. Cash has reduced a bit because I started investing more in crypto recently. As you can see, crypto has increased a little bit. It's also because of previous investments that it increased as well. I also contributed a bit more to my tax advantaged accounts. And that's about it when it comes to looking at the macro view of my different assets. So as you can see, I invest in real estate, crypto, 
stocks, ETFs, and tax-advantaged accounts, basically like the Roth IRA, traditional IRA, 401k, stuff like that is your tax-advantaged accounts. And then you got the stocks, ETFs, and taxable accounts. So for example, if you are investing in like Webull or Robinhood or these different brokerages, those are taxable accounts. If you guys want free stocks, you can check out my link for Public and Webull. Once you deposit some money into those accounts, you're gonna be able to get some free stock, which is pretty cool. Now I'm gonna talk about each of these different assets real quick. So my main one is real estate. So let's talk about that. As you may have seen with my previous video that I did with my boyfriend, we are currently at 20 units combined with our portfolios together. I've only counted my own units, okay, in this chart. My own units are at 13 right now. So 11 of those are actually all under my name completely. And then the remaining two are with both my name and my boyfriend's name on title. And then the remaining of the seven are under him. So again, in this chart, I'm only counting the ones that have my name under it. So that's the 13 units, okay? I've been investing in California, Texas, and Georgia. And obviously with 13 units, it's gonna make up a good amount of my portfolio. But the interesting thing is my first investment makes up a lot of the portfolio because I bought it at a good time and it's appreciated over double and almost triple actually now, which is crazy. So this investment was in Antioch, California, and it was a good investment because it's near the Bay Area and it's actually on the BART line. So BART is basically our rapid transportation thing that we use, and they added Antioch on that BART line. So it definitely helped with appreciation of that home value. And basically as an example, right, if someone worked in San Francisco, but they didn't wanna live in San Francisco because of the high living costs, they could live in Antioch and then BART over to San Francisco every day and that would save them a lot of money, which is probably why more and more people bought into Antioch so they could live there instead of the more expensive places. And now those prices are definitely going up. So I'm definitely happy about that investment. I'm also happy about all of the different units that I've purchased so far because they're currently cash flowing me so well. I think I'm gonna reach, you know, four to 5K per month with cash flow with just real estate, which is really cool. And that's after expenses. But that's if I fix up four to five of the units, I think that I would reach that four to 5K point. I'll probably need to make a video on how much I make overall on my properties later. So stay tuned if I do that. Also, if you're looking for a step-by-step -step guide on how to purchase real estate, especially out of state, go ahead and check out our course called Remote Rental Riches. There have been hundreds of happy students. Go ahead and check out the testimonials. And it's basically the step-by-step -step guide on how you can start purchasing out-of-state cash flowing rental properties. If you wanna invest locally, obviously that's fine. It's just that I can't do it because it's so expensive here that it's hard to find a cash flowing rental property around me, okay? That's why I invest out-of-state. Next, let's talk about stocks and ETFs. When it comes to the split with taxable accounts and tax-advantaged accounts, I kind of mentioned it before, tax-advantaged accounts are just like your retirement accounts, but there are benefits to for example, investing in your Roth IRA. So when you are investing in your Roth IRA account, you're not going to be taxed on those capital gains. You're not pulling out the money from the account. You're, you can just invest with it. And if you sell any of the stocks you buy, you won't get that capital gains tax, which is really cool. And because of that, I can buy and sell more freely in my Roth IRA, for example. So that means I put most of my long-term ETFs in taxable accounts. And then the percentage I have with my ETFs in the tax-advantaged accounts is lower because of that ease with buying and selling so I can put more stocks in there that I could buy and sell quickly, if that makes sense. In terms of stocks and ETFs, let me go over some ones I actually hold. So some of the ETFs I hold are QQQ, 
ARK-K and ARK-W. So QQQ is an ETF that includes 100 of the largest international and domestic companies listed on the NASDAQ stock exchange. So it's basically tracking the NASDAQ 100 index. And if you look here at the top 10 holdings of QQQ, it includes Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Tesla, Facebook, Google, Nvidia. So QQQ is a great ETF to invest in in my opinion. Of course, this is not financial advice. For informational purposes only, definitely do your due diligence when you're investing in stocks and ETFs. But I do feel like having a diversified portfolio of ETFs and stocks and different types of stocks is a good idea. ETFs already help you diversify because they include a bunch of different holdings inside it. Some other stocks I do have include Tesla, Square, PayPal, Amazon, and Alibaba. I'm not gonna show you my entire portfolio right now, but hopefully that helps. Next, let's talk about cryptocurrency. So I've been investing more in crypto. Okay, since crypto is a smaller portion of my portfolio, I will show you guys what my portfolio looks like. So now I'm showing you my current cryptocurrency portfolio. These are some of my holdings. And basically right now I invest in four different exchanges, Coinbase, Bittrex, Bitstamp, and Binance. And if you guys wanna sign up for Coinbase and get $10 free of Bitcoin, you should go ahead and use my link below. Why not get some free cryptocurrency? As you see here, my top few positions right now are Ethereum, Litecoin, Bitcoin, Ripple, and actually Dogecoin because of the hype and safe moon as well you know i put in 17 dollars in dogecoin and then just like skyrocketed which is ridiculous i actually sold half my position there so i was able to get out like a grand or something which is pretty cool i have a bunch of other altcoins but i don't think i need to show you guys all of it but i'm probably going to do more videos on cryptocurrency and i've been studying it a lot more and i feel like it could be the future not financial advice again, but I do like the idea of cryptocurrency and I'll probably be talking about it more and investing in it more. So lastly, when it comes to cash, I make sure that I have some cash reserves in case of anything. You wanna make sure you have emergency funds. If you wanna be safe with it, you should have six months worth of expenses saved up. So for example, if anything happened with real estate or anything like that, you'd be okay for some time. So make sure you save up some money, have some savings and emergency funds in case of anything. But I personally invest a lot of it as you can see in my portfolio. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps our podcast grow. And thanks again. I'll see you guys in the next one.